What's going on, everybody? It's King here, and I want to welcome you all back to the Plan to Fail podcast. Confidence is always a work in progress, um, especially as an entrepreneur, because a lot of the times you're really going against the grain, right? You're you're fighting against the status quo, and when a lot of people don't understand where you're coming from or why you're doing what you're doing, it's really hard to keep confident in what you're doing and what you stand for. So what is the best way to build up your confidence as an entrepreneur? If you've been through school, chances are you've been taught to fear one thing. That thing is called failure. What they didn't teach you is that the more you fail, the faster you learn and succeed. Join me on my journey to uncover the reason why most graduates leave school feeling lost and confused. We'll unlock the secret to finding clarity, direction, and purpose in life. My name is King Lau, and welcome to Plan to Fail. Honestly, confidence has been one of the biggest struggles uh, for me, and it, it was especially important, or I would say not important, but it was especially hard, I would say, uh, the last few months because being in finance for the last four years and becoming an expert in that industry has really resulted me in building my identity and sense of self-worth around my time in finance. So when I made that jump to leave finance, it really put me in a very vulnerable headspace because I left everything I've known. I've left the thing that people know me for and I had not even had much of a direction of what I really wanted to do next. It's especially hard when you see other people who have already found success in the industry you're in. And it honestly got me feeling some serious imposter syndrome. All I knew is at that time, I wanted to combine self-development with business to help entrepreneurs shift their self-paradigm and see business more than a way to just make money. Because I honestly see business as a personal development journey. You find out so much about yourself and you grow a lot too along the way. So I really wanted to help other entrepreneurs see that, but I couldn't help but feel like, who am I to coach anybody? Like, like I mean, I was new to the online space and all I ever knew about business was confined within the financial industry. And there were a lot of people that was a lot more qualified than I am to do coaching for anybody for that matter. And that was really a huge struggle for me. And to be transparent with you guys, I still struggle with today. It's gone a lot better since, and I'll kind of touch a little bit more upon that later. But even just a few months ago, I would continue to struggle with my own self-doubts, constantly questioning if I made the right choice to leave finance. And that really became a vicious cycle. The more I doubted myself, the less I would do things that made me uncomfortable and things that would push me out of my comfort zone. And the less I push myself out of the comfort zone, the worse the self-doubt would become. And which in turn impacted my sense of self-worth and self-confidence because I kept avoiding the things that made me uncomfortable because I didn't have a my, my own confidence in it. And that cycle got really bad. It got so bad that my very first call with a speaker who agreed to speak on the summit I'm currently working on I was visibly shaking before the call. I've never been so nervous meeting someone new. And that was like shocking to me because I spent the last four years in finance networking every single day, pretty much. Uh, but you know what? I pushed through, I got through the call. It was definitely clunky. I definitely stuttered. I definitely looked nervous. 
but I didn't realize this at the time. After that call, I felt better about myself. And I didn't really think much about it, but two days later, I had my very first interview. And it was with a very sweet lady, and I never, I didn't even expect to have an interview during that week. And that, <laughs> that was a interesting experience. Um, I got through it. I'm still here. I'm talking to you right now. Uh, but I almost broke down before the scheduled time. I was honestly so nervous and stiff through that interview. Like I didn't know how I got through it. I felt like I wasn't even interviewing. I was like just reciting my questions and trying my best to respond in the most natural way possible. But thankfully, that lady, super nice and super understanding, understanding uh, it was my first event and also understanding that putting together a summit is a huge undertaking. So after that, I felt so much better about myself and I noticed it that I felt more confident. And it was really after that interview that really got me thinking. I'm like, wow, I actually feel better about myself. Like I feel more fearless in a sense where I'm, I want to do more things that push me out of my comfort zone. It was just a small feeling. It was really the beginning, but I was like, okay, there's something here. I didn't know exactly what it was at that time, but there has to be some correlation between me doing something uncomfortable and then me feeling more confident about myself afterwards. And during this whole time, during doing these interviews, I was also pushing myself to do, to post more and do more on social media. And to be honest with you, I've never been much of a social media person, but I knew it was important to continue to post because as I'm trying to build a business that's basically online, social media becomes more and more important because that's really your resume in the whole online space, especially as with the lockdowns and the world shifting to uh, Zoom calls and everything is more online. That's when your social media actually becomes more and more important. And so I continued to post things and it was weird. I didn't feel like it was me, especially I was trying to post things that I wanted to post, not post things that I that other people would like to see. And there was a lot of self-doubt doing that as well. But the more I did it, the more confident I felt. And that's when I really started noticing it more and more. The more I posted, the better I felt about myself, the more I was willing to put myself out there. So I was super intrigued by what was happening just within myself. And one day I remember I got the courage, like I need to post a video onto my Instagram stories and explain the whole process uh, I was going through. I've been promoting my podcast. I talked a little bit about the interview, but it was mostly through screenshots or photos. I was really never in frame, but something inside me just told me that I need to shoot a video explaining about this whole process, about the self-doubt and just be vulnerable and put myself out there. And I mulled over this for at least a couple of weeks. And one day I was like, no, I got to do it. So when I finally got the courage to speak on camera, I honestly really didn't want to do it. Uh, <laughs> I was extremely nervous. Uh, but the moment I did it, that's when I really had that epiphany moment, that moment of aha. Because after I posted it, it was very noticeable how much more confident I was in myself afterwards. So... Every day after, and I didn't initially plan for this, but every day after for the like ne next five to seven days, I shot a video and I posted it on my Instagram stories. And each and every video, I felt better about myself. I felt more confident in myself. And the more I did it, yeah, the more comfortable I got doing so. 
And during this time, as I was posting, I was also doing more like pre-interview calls to get to know more speakers. I also did another interview in between. And as I continued to do these things, I felt more confident in myself. And I remember that I got invited to speak on a clubhouse room and share my story. And the room was like full of people that already made in business, right? They are millionaires. And I never felt so small in a room. And having to put myself out there, share my story, especially uh, sharing that I'm still in the beginning stages of me building this business. Uh, And quite honestly, it's really just a summit. It's not even the business yet, right? But by doing that, after that call, man, I felt like I was on top of the world. So every single time I pushed myself out of the comfort zone, I pushed myself to do something I was terrified doing. I felt better afterwards, especially right after doing something like that. You're like, you feel like, like you're ready to take on the next big thing. And I found that extremely interesting. So I kind of got hooked on it, <laughs> to be quite honest. And I kept doing it. You know, I would post on social media. I would comment. I would do more interviews. I'd feel better about the interviews. And knowing me, right, I'm a thinker. So I started dissecting, like, why was this making me feel more confident in myself? And what I really learned is during this whole process of doing this is that the more I was willing to push myself and do things that terrified me, the more self-respect I earned for myself. And as I started stacking these experiences, I started to respect myself a lot more. And once I started to earn back my self-respect, the more confident I felt because I felt like I started to know who I was and what I stood for. And as a result of that, I started to care less about what other people thought of me and because I had the confidence to keep doing the things that I stood for or cared about. The more I knew who I was, the less I felt the need for other people to accept me. And that was a huge struggle, especially with the whole social media game. Every time I put something that was a little bit more edgy, polarizing, I'd be like, oh my gosh, what would people think about it? But the more I started earning my own self-respect and figuring out what I wanted to say, what I stood for, the less I cared what other people thought. And quite honestly, nowadays, I don't even care if people like me or not. If they do, great. I would love to be their friend. But if they don't, I honestly don't care anymore because there are people that I probably don't want in my life anyways. And that was a huge epiphany for me because especially in the age of social media, it's very important to to have a mindset and to earn your own self-respect like that because we're in the age of social media where everybody cares too much about how many people like my stuff, how people think of me if I post this, like, am I representing myself right? What would people think of me if I say this or say that? And I guess as a result, like, Social media has become a highlight reel for people's lives because so many people don't have the confidence to share the real and authentic sides of their life. And what do I mean by real and authentic? Like, not enough people share about the what they believe, what they stand for, and the struggles we all go through. Uh, because we all go through struggles, but on social media, everybody seems perfect because all people ever post about is what's the highlights of their life. And as a result, we all compare ourselves to one another, which is quite sad because we all represent or present ourselves on social media as just the highlights and never the struggles. And even for myself, posting the things I stood up for has resulted in people unfollowing me, friends that I knew. I'm not just talking about random strangers, but people that I have 
invested time and built relationships with. And that's, I find that quite sad, right? Because they kind of set me for who I am. And the moment I started posting things that I wanted to post about, that I stood for, they couldn't even open a dialogue to talk to me about it. They just unfollowed me. And it's been a learning experience. And I don't think I regret that. I don't think I feel bad. I'm not upset at them. I just find it sad that we can't be our own authentic selves. And that really all stems from the lack of self-confidence. And the more we try to compare ourselves with other people, the less confident we're going to feel because it's never a fair comparison. The only person you should ever compare yourself to is you. And that's all that matters. It doesn't matter what people do. It doesn't matter what people say. It doesn't even matter what people think because at the end of the day, you're here to live out the best version of you not somebody else's version of you. And this is especially important for entrepreneurs because there will always be other people doing the same thing as you. It's inevitable. But the only person, like I said, you should be comparing yourself as you. Stop caring about what the person beside you is doing. Stop caring about what other people think because whatever you do, people are going to have an opinion of you. So why be a slave to that, right? You Even if you can control what people do or what people say, you can never control what people think. And I just find it, and me myself, and why I'm so sure about this is because that's the struggle I've been going through. And a lot of the times, what I wasn't comfortable with, what I wasn't confident with was like, the thought. it all came from the thoughts of, what do people think if I do that? It really doesn't matter. And I really want to stress that because it's something that's held me prisoner for so long. And the moment I switched that, the moment I started earning self-respect by doing the things that made me uncomfortable, not caring what other people think, that's when I started developing self-confidence. Because what I really want to share here is self-confidence ultimately comes from self-respect. And the only way you're going to earn self-respect is by doing the things that make you uncomfortable, doing the things that scare you. Because if you run away from it, that's when you lose self-respect. And if you lose self-respect, then that's when your self-confidence starts to drop. And as an entrepreneur, you will always rub people the wrong way. And people will judge you for whatever you're doing because you're challenging the status quo. I've lost friends because what I'm doing. They haven't even asked me the purpose. The fact that I, I guess I'm, I started a podcast meant that I was too different. And I was, I don't know, I, I, I don't know what's honestly going through their heads, but I have lost friends because of this. I have lost friends because of the podcast. I have lost friends because I'm not posting cat pictures or food pictures or pictures of the highlights of my life. And I'm, 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 I I post things uh, that make people feel uncomfortable, but does it matter? Because at the end of the day, you only want people around you that accept you for who you are and that you are you. And if people can't accept that, then you really don't want them in your lives anyways. So honestly, just please stay true to who you are and what you stand for and never let anyone convince you otherwise. Don't like, And it doesn't mean that people are going to come and convince you. Don't let the reactions of other people convince you otherwise because you're just going to be a prisoner to other people's expectations of who you should be. But you deserve to live out the life you want to live, not somebody else's version of life. So what I really want you to take away from this is stop running away from the things that make you uncomfortable. The funniest part is whatever you're running away from is probably the thing that will make you feel more confident. And the sooner you're willing to tackle it head on, the faster you're going to earn self-respect and in turn build your self-confidence. And I want to bring up, it's a process. It's not a quick fix. It takes time to earn your own self-respect. 
But once you start earning that self-respect, you're gonna slowly become more confident in who you are. And the more confident you are in who you are, the less you're gonna be affected by the people and the environment around you. Be true to yourself. Never let anyone change that. You have to be your own biggest fan because no one's going to ever cheer harder for you than you. And I think the one last thing I really want you to take away from this is being confident doesn't mean you don't have self-doubt. Self-doubt will always be a thing, but the more self-respect you have, the easier it is to overcome that self-doubt. I really hope that this was able to provide some insight or value for you to see that in a different way. The best way for you to build up self-confidence is to do things that make you uncomfortable. And the more things you, you're willing to do that make you uncomfortable, the faster you will earn self-respect, which will result in you building up true self-confidence in yourself without all the, all the fake stuff of like outside validation. So if you know that somebody can benefit from hearing this message, please, please share this episode with them. Please uh, subscribe if you like what you're hearing. And that's all I have for you today. I want to thank you all for taking the time, listening to me, and being a part of this community. And until next time, stay hungry. Thanks for listening to this episode of Plan to Fail. If you're thinking of someone who needs to hear this message, spread the word by rating, reviewing, and sharing this podcast. If you're like me, you're probably wondering, what are the first steps to building a solid foundation for success? My advice is to start by redefining your relationship with failure, learn how to embrace it by understanding its importance in both your personal and professional life. To help you get started, I wanted to give you a free copy of my ebook, Failing Forward. This book will give you the tips and tricks needed to help you redefine what failure means in your life and provide the clarity you need to achieve success. Go and download your free copy at planofail.net. Remember, you can achieve the life you've always wanted. Thank you so much for being part of this community. And until next time, stay hungry.